0: Luke chapter number 15. I want to begin reading again in verse number 25. Now his elder son was in the field, and as he came and drew nigh to the house, he heard music and dancing. And he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said unto him, Thy brother is come, and thy father hath killed the fatted calf, because he hath received him safe and sound. Verse 28, And he was angry. Well, there's a lot of anger today, isn't there? In places where there's no cause for it. And he was angry and would not go in, would not go in. Therefore came his father out and entreated him. And he answering said to his father, Lo, these many years do I serve thee. Neither transgressed I at any time thy commandment, and yet thou never gavest me a kid that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this thy son was come, which hath devoured thy living with harlots, thou hast killed for him the fatted calf. And he said unto him, Son, thou art ever with me, All that I have is thine. It is meet that we should make merry, and be glad. For this thy brother was dead, and is alive again, and was lost, and is found. I do not want you to think this morning that I'm bringing into question the character of God, but I am considering the attitude of the elder brother. I don't want you to say amen right here. (laughs) Isn't that unusual? Please, no amens when I ask this question. But I want to preach this morning for a few moments on this subject Is your God fair? Is your God fair? I think it's an age-old feeling when we wonder why God allows certain things to come to pass in someone else's life and maybe not in our lives, or vice versa. And we ask the question, or we wonder, is God fair? I know we're all feeling spiritual this morning, But the truth of the matter is, have you ever felt like God wouldn't treat you fairly? Have you ever asked, why, Lord? that That is the attitude, that is the heart and soul of what's going on here in the text that I've read. The elder brother is accusing his father of unfair treatment. What he is saying is, Dad... This is not fair. Right. Yep. This is not fair. <laughs> exactly. Or religion gets real rotten when it gets to operating on that principle. Or yes, yeah. 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 Oh, you're talking about a stink when everybody wants everything fair. Yeah. Yeah. Even to the extent that the son would face to face to his father question His character, his fairness. His fairness. He said, Dad, this old boy, you've let him go, and now he's come back home. And uh, he said, uh, Looks like you're setting him up pretty good. I didn't go nowhere. I've been here all the time. I just wonder why you hadn't done me that way. How come I'm not getting the benefits he's getting? Looks like I deserve more than that. He's getting all the attention in there. He ain't been around here. He ain't done nothing. He took his half and run off, and now you just act like he didn't do it. that that's not fair. Now, I just want to say three or four things about this matter. I'm asking the question. I'll let you answer it within yourself. Is your God fair? The first thing I want to say to you from this text that I see is that this matter of fairness is a matter of concept or opinion. As to whether something is fair or not is relative to the definition of fair as far as the individual is concerned. What might not seem fair to you might be fair to me. I can remember when uh, my eldest son, older son, got old enough and it was on his mind, he always, as he was young, he said, Dad, I want a knife, I want a knife, I want you to buy me a knife, I want a knife for my birthday and I, you know, we waited, we said, well now son, when you get a certain age and we feel like that you can handle that knife and not hurt yourself, then, then uh, we, will, uh, we will buy you a knife because as you all know, you have to spend the first five or six years of raising your children trying to keep them from committing suicide. And uh, so we decided he was old enough and so we took him to uh, where the knives were, one of the stores, and boy, he just looked over those knives and he just took his time and we allowed him to do so. It was on his birthday and he looked at this knife and looked at that knife and looked at another knife and finally he said, Dad, this is the knife that I want. And I was proud that he was old enough and... And that I could we could buy him a, a knife and trust him with that knife. And so we purchased the knife, and he was but what you gotta understand is I've got another son. And the other son is uh is about four years younger than the eldest son. And I wasn't paying any attention to him because it wasn't his birthday, first of all. And uh So we were all caught up in the older son having what he wanted for his birthday. And the girls seemed to be caught up in it and and the younger son. Then I turned and I looked at him and there was a tear in his eye and he said, Daddy, I want a knife. (laughs) And I said, Son, you can't have a knife. He said, But Daddy, you bought... Stephen a knife, and why won't you buy me a knife? And I never could get it across to him that the only reason why I wouldn't buy him a knife is that I felt like that it would harm him. He would harm himself. But it didn't keep him, it didn't keep it from spoiling his whole day. He didn't hardly want to eat. He didn't hardly want to talk. And all those other things, he was upset because in his opinion... I wasn't fair. Well, I'm here to tell you, Isaiah 55, he said, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours, and my thoughts higher than yours. How in the world could we ever question the fairness of God? It's a matter of concept and opinion, ideas and feelings. And that's the way he felt, And that's what he thought. And uh, so that's what created this anger within him. It's because he's operating on this principle. This is not fair. (laughs) Think about that a while. You ever felt that way? Well, it just ruins everything, doesn't it? Well, I noticed she played the piano this Sunday and played it last Sunday. Hmm. Well, I just know the Lord wanted me to preach today. I just know He did. He missed it, and I'm not going back. Amen. Go ahead, brother. Yeah. It ain't fair. Yeah. He'll shake everybody else's hand, but didn't shake mine. The second matter is not only is this matter of of uh of fairness, and that's what I'm emphasizing here as he he says to his father uh you know this this is not right. not only is it a matter of concept and of opinion, that's just how you feel about it've been amazed at pastoring Baptist churches at what Simplistic. The issues are that keep people apart. That's right. yeah. You notice somebody's not in church on Sunday. and You go by to visit. What's wrong? Well, I'm a, I just stay, a preacher. I just. I don't. And it'll be some stupid something. Stupid. But they're mad. That's the way they feel about it. They're mad. They're mad. mad. But the second thing I want you to notice is that this matter of fairness is your God fair. It is a matter of concept. It's your opinion. But it's also really the heart of it is it is a matter of control. Really what you're upset at is that you're not being able to control the situation. It's a matter of control. The truth of the matter is, this old boy—he may not have been guilty of the same conduct as his younger brother, but he was of the same spirit. Amen. Boy. That's right. Amen. Because if you go back, you'll find out that this is what got. The brother in trouble, he operated on the fair principle because when he gave him to his daddy, he said, I don't want nothing that don't belong to me, but give me the portion that belongs to me. He said, let's just be fair about it. Yes, right. yeah. Just be fair about it. And with that opinion, that idea, and that desire, he wanted to control his portion. Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh. I just want watch mine. I want to control my portion. That's fair, ain't it? it is just let me have what is mine and so the elder brother he doesn't take he doesn't go off into the far country but he says to his daddy "I I, I want you to be fair to me also same spirit same spirit now this world is filled with that spirit let me have a say so in it. Well, how about how about I how I feel? He didn't even call a deacons meeting before he brought that before the church, <laughs> huh? Yeah, we didn't even vote on it. I wasn't there that Sunday. Boy, By the way, where did we get this matter of voting in the Bible? Yeah, right. I know they cast lots, but. That had to do with God. Where's all this voting coming from? Just because we live in a democracy or a republic doesn't mean the church operates that way. That's where the mess is at. Every time there's a vote, you're in danger of having trouble. First church I ever pastored, I, I wasn't there a month. They said, "Preacher, that next month is, uh, is when we vote in, vote for all the Sunday school classes and all this, you know, the uh, 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 Sunday school superintendent and all that other stuff." I said, "Well, okay, I guess." And it was my first fight that I didn't even cause. Somebody's a teacher and they voted somebody else in, and that person didn't even come back. That didn't get voted back in. So I called the whole church together. Hey, I'm young, 22 years old. I don't care. I said we ain't voting no more for nothing. I noticed this old boy wasn't. He didn't. He didn't ask him first. Hey, your brothers come back, and I just wonder how you. Now, if you don't like it, let me know now. We'll. Forget it. If you don't like it, go somewhere and whine about it. Just don't let me know about it. Because all you're wanting to do is to control things. To legislate things. To put it in a vice. He's wanting to control the situation. He's scared to death. He's, sitting, he's thinking in his mind, you know, he got his half when he left. I'm wondering whose part that coat's coming out of. <laughs> <laughs> Who's paying for them shoes? Yeah. And I just wonder how much that ring costs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't think it's fair and this big party and all this stuff. It's it's coming out of my pocket, Dad. (laughs) Don't worry. The Father's got enough. No need you getting upset over that. You'll never take from the Father and leave any less than what he had when you took it. He's got plenty. He's full. And it doesn't diminish. He ought to got in there and enjoyed the party yeah. that I preached on. He ought to just run on in there and said, Hallelujah, let me in on this. What would you say? Party? I'm getting in on it. Yeah. You say we're having a party preacher. Did you vote on that? We didn't, we didn't have nobody say nothing about that. And you're having it when? Well, I just don't know. I can't come. My family's not coming. Good. Stay home. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want you sitting over in the corner yeah. Yeah. counting hot dogs. Yeah. 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 He's wanting to control things. Yeah. But I'm here, well, the only thing that's going to do is affect you. It's going to make you miserable. And as I said a while ago, this ain't no democracy. Why under God's heaven do you want to cast a vote on something that ain't none of your business and you're going to have to stand before God once you put your two cents on it? And then they got committees. Oh, they love them committees. You can take a guy, I mean, tell you what, Put him on a committee, and he thinks he owns the world, runs the world. (laughs) I get sick of it. I'm in churches every week. They're all that time having to go through the afraid that somebody's going to get offended. We're going to keep this fair. Now we're going to vote this. This is going to be fair. It's a matter of control. And I'm going to tell you, all problems in Baptist churches, you can narrow it down to that. Who's in charge? It's a matter of control. But let me close with this thought. There's a lot I could say this morning, but I I just want to say this matter of fairness, it, it, it really... It boils down on the other side, as, father, as far as the father is concerned. The reason why this boy can't have his way is because it's a matter of compassion. Yeah. Amen. Right. Amen. In other words, if—and let me go back to this, this, this statement—is your God fair? And let me just go ahead and say it: If you think your God's fair, you really don't know Him. That's right. Amen, brother. That's right. Amen. You really don't know Him. God has never operated on the principle of what's fair. Now I know the God of all the earth shall, ju- judge of all the earth shall do right. That's what Abraham said. And I have no doubt about that. But if you're expecting him to be fair, <laughs> you ain't going to last long. No, you're going to be upset. As a matter of fact, you're going to be mad. Because the Father never operates on the principle of fair, he always operates in the realm of favor. He didn't save you because he's fair, he saved you by grace. He doesn't love you because he's fair. You wasn't worth loving. He had favor on you. That's grace. And he ain't letting this old boy right here. He's not letting the younger brother have this party because he's fair. No, it ain't fair. But he can't help it. He loves him. He's operating in favor and grace. And honey, I'm going to tell you something. If you got to the place that you think you deserve a party, you ain't never going to get one. He doesn't owe you a thing, but hell. Compassion. And love. That's the only reason why I did it. That's the only reason why I did it. I'm going to tell you, once you realize that, you'll have the attitude of that old boy in there that's having a party. Can you imagine when the word got back to him? And I'm sure they do, because everybody wants to run the party. I said your brother's out there talking. You know what he said? He said it ain't fair. <laughs> and the younger brother said, go out there and tell him I agree. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I agree a hundred percent. I never expected this anyway. Oh, yeah. What do you want me to do, feel bad? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to heaven. Yeah, I'm saved. Yeah, I ain't going to hell. And the devil said you should have, and I said you're right. Somebody said God shouldn't even call you to preach. You're right. You ain't even worthy to be a member of a your church. You're right. Just go out there and tell the boy he's right. It ain't fair, but I'm enjoying it. Hallelujah! Yeah. You get the word that somebody said it ain't fair, lady, for you to play the piano, just keep on playing. Amen. I look back and over my whole life and I see so much of it that just ain't fair. I'm talking about on the other side of this. thing. It just ain't fair the way God's been treating me. (laughs) Saved me. Gave me a Holy Ghost wife. Four wonderful young'uns. Eight grand young'uns. And three on the way. They're doubling up on me. Get to go across the country and preach the word of God. And they pay me for it. Sure. It ain't fair. to drive a good old truck and pull a fifth wheel, looks like a house and live in it. It ain't fair. But somehow I ain't feeling bad about it. All this in heaven too? No, it ain't Why do you want things to be 50 50 anyway, you dummy? That's why all the fuss is going on in marriages and in church and everything else. Everybody wants things fair. Well, i us tell you right now you're going to have to pull the load 50 50! Only problem is, it ain't never going to be 50-50 to you. It'll always be 49, 51, 48, 52. You'll never think it's fair. You'll always be thinking, I'm mad. I'm carrying the loan. But if you'd ever get to looking around at what God's done for you, you didn't deserve, honey. You'd realize it's been a 100 and nothing on your part. Even these marriage counselors, they say, Now, if you're going to have a successful marriage, it has to be 50-50. They ain't, it ain't going to be successful if that's what you, how you're going to live it. Because you're always going to be measuring each other on whether each one's owning up to their part. And everybody knows me, knows my marriage is 90-10 anyway. Don't say nothing. Back there is the ninety. And I had preachers across the country. They said, Preacher, you're spoiled. I said, Well, you gonna I mean, do feel bad. <laughs> God's been good to me. It ain't been fair. It ain't been fair. He's been so good. It ain't been fair. The <laughs> old prodigal son, some of you songwriters might get that out and hear him say, Hit a note over there and get us a song together on it. Ain't fair, but I'm enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Now, let me, let me ask you a question. You want God to be fair? No. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> no, sir. You want to be fair? No, He can be fair. Think about it. In the Bible, there was a man stoned. In the Bible, there was a man stoned to death for picking up sticks on the Sabbath. What do you do on Sunday? Yeah, yeah, Go ahead, brother. Also, in the Old Testament, if a young man was to disrespect his parents, he's killed on the spot. Hey, youngins, you want God to be fair? Also in the Old Testament, there's 250 members of the, the church there that got to criticizing Moses and they went to hell in their shirt tails because they're talking about the preacher. Now if God was fair on that, honey, you're talking about trimming down the number every Sunday morning. Sunday by Sunday night, half, half the crowd wouldn't be there not because they're just laying out their dead. Somebody said, what happened? God was fair. They said something about the preacher. Fire come out of the oven and burn them up. What about that congregation that murmured against Moses and them snakes come out there and bit them? You want God to be fair? I can't afford it. I don't want him to be fair. I don't know. I want his favor. I don't deserve any of it. (laughs) Let me tell you something. The Bible said he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. If God was fair, Jesus wouldn't have went to that cross. And you wouldn't be going to heaven. You don't want God to be fair. Oh, did I ask you, is your God fair? Do you want him to be? Or would you just rather roll around in his grace? Get excited about his faith. <laughs> said, he's mad, but they're glad. Glory, hallelujah. And you see that old prodigal son and that elder brother. <laughs> no matter where that prodigal son's at, he's singing that old song. I'm so glad. I'm a part. Of the family of God. Yeah. He said, I'm glad I'm in. The other one's up there saying, Well, it just ain't fair. It ain't fair. I'm going to tell you something. No. It's not fair. Really nothing in life's fair. But it's not until you realize that that you're going to be looking for some favor and thanking God as Joseph did every step of the way. I'm living in favor. Good.